I'm Dimitris, an aspiring data scientist. And I'm Nick, a teacher and writer. And you are listening to Bonobo Gentlemen, the weekly podcast where we embrace mindfulness through deeper conversations and practical tips. Hi, Bonobos. Hello, guys. <laughs> This is our eighth episode. Today... Eight, eight. Yeah, number eight. <laughs> What are we talking about today, Jim? What are we talking about today, Nick? We're talking about environmental consciousness. Or e-consciousness. E-consciousness, <laughs> yes. Or eco-consciousness. Yeah, I really like that, uh, what you did there with the words. Yeah. Okay. So, how are you feeling today, Tim? Are I you all right? I feel e-conscious. E-conscious. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what do you mean by this? What is e-conscious uh, as far as you are concerned? My man! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me drink some coffee first. Okay. From my bottle. Oh, <laughs> is it recyclable? Uh, of course, okay. all the time. Uh, <laughs> Jim likes his coffee and his other liquids in only recyclable materials. 300 uh, milligrams of coffee every day. Exactly, guys. Yeah. As we've talked about before. Uh, so, uh, being conscious, conscious, I like, yes. What um, is it for you, Jim? For me. What does it feel like in your soul, deep down? In my soul. Actually, being conscious is not about yourself only. Mm-hmm. It's about, um, I think it's a more team team member activity. You can be eco-friendly, mm-hmm. okay, of course. But uh, I have observed that in order to be confi- convinced to be eco-friendly, yes. it's, uh, it's becoming in terms of a, of a team. I felt more okay. eco-friendly when I joined some teams, you know. So it's like a team sport. Uh, you could say that I am a team member mm-hmm. of oh. this. I, I would love to be a member of team okay. of teams to be more eco-friendly. Are you like this uh, with every activity you do, or uh, only in this sector of your life? Uh, you know me, <laughs> <laughs> so you know the answer. Uh, actually, yes. I, I, uh, there are activities in which we need to be productive by ourselves. However. Uh, there are some other activities that maybe someone wouldn't do if uh, he wasn't a member of that. Uh, for example, uh, even if you tend to be to go and plant trees, uh, you, will n- you will not do it all the time by your own, exactly. except if you have in your mind that you want to offer in this uh, planet, you know? Well, it's hard too. You yes. can't do it by yourself. Uh, probably it's my opinion about the team member uh, thing. However, for example, if I asked you, you would you would say something different. I think. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I, I believe it is uh, perhaps even the smaller things that uh, we can do alone, rather than the, the bigger ones like uh, the projects, uh, which can also contribute to the environment. Uh, but in general, I believe that uh, being environmentally friendly is all about. Uh, the definition of being actually not harmful to the environment in general. Ah, okay. This remembers me uh, how to be optimistic. Uh, when someone says how to be optimistic, you you will say how not to be pessimistic. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> you know, when someone uh, says to you, well, uh, the glass is uh, half empty, uh, I say to him, well, the glass is half full. And uh, that's the ugly truth, because if you see it any other way, then I believe that you don't have many chances at succeeding, at achieving whatever it is that you want or you may like to achieve. So I believe that's the only way. Yeah, and actually, uh, eco-friendly, being eco-friendly probably applies to a- other domains as well. Exactly. Uh, so uh, for you, it's like, um, like uh, as you said, Uh, however, probably there is more uh, wide definition, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, it is in any way, shape or form, preserving uh, our home, our planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I think we can go to some extremely useful statistics here. There uh, we go again! Yeah, that are also about water, waste, pollution, mm-hmm. uh, energy, emissions and built environment generally. Please, Jim, I'm really curious. I want you to ask me. <laughs> I will ask you anything here. For For example, first of all, uh, if we talk about water, mm-hmm. um, and right now uh, there is um, an estimation that uh, globally 70% of uh, fresh water is used for agriculture, right? Yeah. And uh, 3.6 uh, billion of the global population live in potentially water-stressed areas, and this is expected to reach even, for example, what would you say about 2050? 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> perhaps uh, we are, uh, let's say here, we are 8 billion, right? Yeah. Uh, 3.5 billion? Uh, 3.6 was. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, was uh, 3.6. Ah, okay, okay. So, uh, so the I, estimation I, I think it's be... going to double. Uh, yeah, it could be like 6 billion, you know? Oh. Yes, so... A statistic I got right for once. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is one of your best statistics uh, estimation. However, with the current climate change scenario, between 24 million and uh, 700 million people will be displaced by 2030 due to okay. water scarcity. Okay. okay. So you, we took about one eighth of the population. <laughs> so this is about water. Okay. Uh, we could say about waste that uh-huh. uh, in 2016, mm-hmm. okay, the world's cities generated 2 billion tons of solid waste. Oh my God. Yeah, and this is... This, this is solid waste? Yes. Yeah, not like liquids, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so of course, because uh, there are oh produced more, like trillion of tons of general waste. However, the solid one was 2 billion. Okay. Um, with rapid population growth, as we said, okay, is expected to increase the annual waste generation from 70% to of what we said, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Of the six of two billions, of two yes. billions to 3.4 billion tons oh my God. in 2050. All these statistics are about 2050, you know, predictions. It's like a rapid growth. Yes, of course it's a rapid growth. Okay. So um, let's say that this waste, we should do something about waste as well, of course. Exactly. And also about plastic po- pollu- pollution, yeah. I think is from the, the worst things right now. Um, An estimated 5 trillion plastic bags are used worldwide each year. Have, uh, trillion. Haven't they reduced uh, since uh, they introduced this special tax uh, for plastic bags? Uh, actually, I'm not sure about the reduction, okay. uh, but uh, this number of trillion indicates uh, that probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure that. Um, Uh, do you remember the rate, the tax rate that uh, was imposed? It was like uh, 10 cents uh, per plastic bag, 9 cents to be precise. So 15, uh, Euro, f- 15 cents of euros here, right? No, 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 uh, like 9 cents. Uh, ah, sorry, yes. <laughs> It was I like con- uh, in our currency. Yes, yeah. I converted it. Uh, I, I can't recall for other countries, but uh, as far as European Union is concerned, and especially Greece, it's uh, 9 cents uh, per plastic bag. And they always ask you, Uh, however, they they used to charge it, and they don't charge uh, the paper bags. Okay, nice. That's, this is best, better. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, about pollution, think that 40, uh, 400 million tons of plastics are produced globally every year. Mm-hmm. And what we do about it? Nothing so Nothing. much. Yeah. yeah, actually, only 9%, this is the important statistic here, mm-hmm. only 9% of bags are recycled. And only... 30% are recycled in Europe. It is incredible how wasteful uh, yeah. we are right now. Probably European Union so- does something better uh, of imposing uh, yeah, a, no. an eco-friendly conscience, you know, because 30% is far above uh, the average of 9%. Exactly. And if you in 2015, almost 50% of the plastic waste generated was single-use packaging, the 50%. So you will throw them away, you know, immediately. Anyhow, yeah. Yeah. So we should do something about it. Exactly. If continued with the same rate, the plastic industry will account for 20% of the world's total oil consumption by 2050. Amazing. It is uh, actually remarkable that uh, Elon Musk has actually stated that um, we are going to run out of uh, fossil fuels uh, at least. Uh, at some time uh, at the future. It is, uh, it is uh, a fact and uh, he said we can always push the limits and uh, find more resourceful ways or even uh, more expensive ways to yes. do it uh, than the ones we have right now. But we will eventually, because of our pollution, run out of fossil fuels. Yeah, and actually renewable parks are being uh, constructed every year, uh, especially even in Greece, you know. Yeah. So, the, for example, Sweden right now uh, bases his, uh, its consumption, energy consumption, in on more than uh, 70% right now, mm-hmm. and, more, more, and Germany. And more um, uh, countries will follow, and this is, uh, how can I say, I think that planet uh, punishes us 
uh, the yeah. planet imposes penalties to our uh, environment and to our resources. Nature, uh, yeah. yeah, and this is the first time that I see uh, a contribution from all the countries above, uh, around the world to make, to construct renewable resources uh, parks. And uh, what are they doing exactly? Are, are they looking for uh, renewable energy or are they um, in any way using uh, their waste uh, towards a greater good? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that they use renewable sources. Uh, however, um, it would be of utmost importance to con- to convert waste again into something uh, more resourceful. But mm-hmm. even if you do a recycle or you do um, whatever other activity is more uh, sustainable, mm-hmm. uh, it won't effectively uh, lead us to be more uh, renewable. This is another part, you know. Okay. Uh, however, yes, we are. I'm pretty sure we are becoming better in this because of the punishment, planet punishment. Uh, I have heard of that uh, Sweden has a, a, a great program in which uh, they actually burn uh, its waste uh, from the ground up, yeah, into a total, uh, let's say, sort of bonfire, a great bonfire, in which they they use all their waste into making something more useful, like. Uh, Uh, synthetic uh, fuel or uh, uh, like a biodegradable waste, okay. which is actually um, the definition of uh, not producing waste. In fact, they use some of these gases released uh, in the outer environment okay. in order to generate uh, greater uh, gases and uh, far more renewable that than they were introduced to be in so, our layer of atmosphere. Wow, so yeah. the, uh, the waste the plastics or whatever was used was effectively used uh, yeah. the first time and after that exactly uh, they converted the waste in 0% uh, uh, pollution yeah Some they tried they tried okay biodiversity is uh, is a thing here yeah, right exactly okay uh, let's talk about energy mm-hmm. roughly 1 billion people uh, live without electricity 1 billion is uh, 1/8 no of our planet of our planet yeah, yeah. however uh, 100 million Uh, people gaining access to electricity each year. Uh, so think uh, from the one there is a trade-off here because yeah. uh, from the one side there are more people using electricity. However, on the other side there are there is more more and more waste, energy waste, etc. Uh, from electricity, you know, and uh, uh, by far more uh, sources resources okay. used. But uh, for example, in uh, 2016, final consumption of electricity, gas, steam and air condition had the biggest carbon footprint in European Union. And if you remember from 2016, uh, there was uh, an impl- implementation of a plan to become to halve, yeah. to halve our rates by 2030 and uh, to become more eco-friendly by 2050 and not to use and not to be based on resources exactly. to become 100% renewable. Uh, so one-fifth of uh, the world's final energy consumption was renewables. Okay. As we said before, uh, Sweden has more than 70%. However, the average is tw- 20% this, uh, right now, mm-hmm. or globally, you know? Okay. Um, okay, the last but not least uh, point here is about emissions, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, nine out of 10 people worldwide breathe polluted air. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we breathe. Yeah, it is a it is a fact. Yes, and estimated seven million people uh, right now every year die from air pollution. I believe that uh, even if uh, COVID ends, uh, we will still have to wear masks because of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but also in 2016, uh, we said before about uh, electricity, but also emissions was like. Uh, 7.1 tons uh, uh, carbon uh, hydrates yeah. yeah were uh, asti- estimated per person you know oh God, that's a huge amount yes uh, however the greenhouse emissions have been reduced 22% we are doing good we are doing great and we uh, from now on I think there will be a, a shift in this yeah and we will talk about shift we wish shift yes of course of course um Currently, people, uh, 70%, uh, sorry, 50% of people live in urban areas right now. Yeah, uh, we, makes we, sense. Yeah, we don't uh, talk about Africa. We talk about yeah. uh, uh, developed countries. There are uh, also developing countries yeah, that yeah. have urban areas. However, yeah, and this is expected to increase to 70% by 2050. Uh, 
So you know that you cannot, since more people live in urban, more people will use electricity. More waste. More waste, yeah, exactly. whatever, more, more pollution. You should be, exactly. you should change your baseline. You should change the foundation of uh, what sources you use, uh, of what resources you use. You cannot make it uh, uh, through until 2050 if you haven't uh, implemented all the uh, uh, electric parks, for example, you know? You know, Jim, I think uh, we won't. That's uh, but, because... Ah, you're pessimistic. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it's actually, uh, I believe it is a sad truth that we have to face. Yes. Uh, I believe that uh, the next 100 years uh, will be crucial uh, for our planet. And uh, I don't think we are going to survive here uh, if we don't do something about it real soon. And it's not about uh, doing something uh, in a more theoretical way, but in a more practical way. Okay. I'm not sure about it because okay, uh, there is there is a shift. Okay. <laughs> we, we will talk about shift right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> shift framework. Shift uh, towards a, a greater good. Uh, shift towards the best good. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. So, um, I'm not sure about uh, the pessimism here. How can we handle such an issue uh, exactly? However, I'm pretty sure about how uh, complex people are and how to convince people to change uh, their habits. Because uh, everything starts from our behavior. And after we could talk about, for example, in another episode, about uh, more wide uh, operations of uh, governments or other policies that co could be formed in order to implement these measures. However, in I, I would like to, to point out about a, an individual level. Let's uh, uh, make the shift framework to explain the shift framework uh, for our consumers generally, for us. Okay. How to change the, the baseline. So are you optimistic because you believe that um, it is in our hands to change what's happening right now and is this shift uh, coming uh, from our interior perspective? Yeah, actually because people are more complex, uh, you should find out their complexity to, to uh, enforce them to have some more eco-friendly habits. Okay. And after that, uh, but sorry, in sim simultaneously, Governments also should implement all the measures, especially uh, if they have uh, granted, uh, for example, funds from European Union, as we have done right now. For example, Greece has received right now 30 million to implement uh, electric motion uh, measures. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, for, for, and to move from uh, electric to move from normal cars uh, to electric cars. You know, mm -hmm. for example, here in Greece we have uh, already two thousand electric cars uh, operating right now yeah. but this will change and this is uh, just for Greece you know other yeah, yeah. countries uh, based on their population have all they have larger amounts they have larger right. funds right now exactly. to implement this measure from 21 to 20 to 20, 20 25 can we say something about this here? Uh, Let's go to at the individual level, yes. Yeah, aren't they still though uh, expensive? I'm, I'm talking about the cars because ah. you Let's say that uh, you want to make something uh, as an of individual course. act. Of course. Um, let's assume uh, that you want to buy a car. Yes. If you want to so to do so, are you going to choose one that costs uh, 130 million. or 40 or 50,000? You will not find something so cheap. <laughs> right now. For an electric car. Uh, for an electric car, you will find something, for example, 50k, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I haven't done my research yeah. here. However, uh, I'm pretty sure about two things. The first thing is that uh, in order, uh, because we talk about a new market and when we talk about a new market, we have some early adopters. Yeah, exactly. Early adoption step means uh, being something more uh, or very cheap or very expensive. Yeah, in this case, uh, more expensive. More expensive, <laughs> yes. And this is not that it won't change. The, the price will also drop uh, as like every new technology okay. comes out. However, uh, the important here is to talk about the gas stations. Uh, the electric stations actually yeah. because it will be uh, expensive to pay for your uh, kilo yeah for your recharge yeah yeah for your recharge it is actually a great problem I, I think this deserves an episode on its own yeah. uh, electro mobility yeah <laughs> but I think that uh, it is a great problem even in uh, more developed uh, countries like uh, UK 
um, Germany, uh, all yes, these countries yes. face the problem of yes. not having uh, enough uh, power stations yes. in order to charge your car. Okay. You know, uh, when, when you know the geolocation of some cities, you can take and make a uniform distribution of the gas of the electric stations around the cities. But uh, many times, uh, because these stations are not belonging everything, uh, all the stations are not belonging to the to the governments, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably they are from uh, granted from and funded by exactly. private companies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the distribution is not uniform in order to be ah in order to say that ah okay the price will be the same everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's it will change depend on the private company as well. Totally, and totally. And where agree. they will be installed. Totally. Agree. So yeah, uh, we can leave that. We can leave the yeah. uh, more general measures and we can focus on the people, on the person. Yeah, let's go to the individuals. Yeah, uh, for example, we could say that sustainable consumer, because we need to be to become con uh, sustainable consumers, you know, mm -hmm. uh, sustainable consumer behavior as actions that result in decreases in adverse environmental impacts, as well as decreased utilization of natural resources across the life cycle of the product, behavior or service, is the behavior we want to have to become sustainable. We need to become more sustainable. I don't feel, do you feel sustainable right now? No, <laughs> like we use something, then we throw it away. It's not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, for example, wh what do you do uh, to become sustainable right now? Uh, what is your personal... Uh, My routine? Your routine, yeah. yes. Uh, well, uh, I recycle whatever I can. Uh, I use. Uh, I haven't uh, been recycling uh, always, but since uh, you cannot I, recycle everything, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least everything I can in my disposal. Mm. Um, there are a lot of limitations as far as recycling is concerned, especially in Greece, mm -hmm. because we don't have uh, the proper machinery to process all the recyclable goods. Ah, sorry. Yeah, uh, didn't you know that? Do you believe that uh, there are more, uh, there are better recycled machines in uh, abroad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in fact. Uh, have, um, a friend of mine has introduced me to a documentary uh, in which uh, you can actually, it was, uh, I think also it was uh, shown by the uh, public uh, television, uh, mm -hmm. you can't uh, recycle whatever you want because uh, in fact I think uh, uh, some parts like um, if a, a piece of plastic is uh, dirty, you can't recycle it. Yeah, or uh, it's, uh, if it is uh, polyester, like uh, bugs, something, yeah, some yeah, bugs exactly, cannot exactly. be recycled. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, it is, uh, it is uh, limitations uh, that uh, cannot be over, uh, overcome at this point. Uh, at this point, at least uh, in Greece. Yes. And uh, I think that uh, uh, some more developed countries uh, have got greater machineries. So I recycle whatever I can. Mm -hmm. uh, I reuse whatever I can, mm -hmm. uh, like using a, a proper a toothbrush. Like made out of bamboo. Bamboo, bamboo, yeah. yes. Uh, exactly. Uh, like uh, using a straw out of bamboo. Mm. Did you know that uh, bamboo can grow up to 39 inches uh, in 24 hours? 39 inches? Yeah. How, ma how many centimeters? Well, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, we'll, make a, we'll make the conversion ah, afterwards. Ah, yeah. Okay, sorry. 39 could be it is, like, it is like eight, a... 80, 80 centimeters. Yeah, about so. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's... Uh, so fast? So. Yeah, so fast. It is uh, like a... Yeah, 99. Like a meter. Yeah. Like a meter in a day. Uh, a, a meter of bamboo in a day. Like what you need, what you need for uh, actual wow. trees, it's to actually make, uh, grow them in years. Oh my God. So are there a, a lot of uh, baboos uh, right now uh, everywhere? Do we have a lot of baboos here in Greece? Or there aren't in Greece, but uh, there are uh, certainly introdu introduced uh, here in uh, greater amounts. Uh, but uh, probably I have heard that there are a lot of baboos in uh, Africa, right? Yeah, exactly. In uh, South America. As South well. America as well? Yeah. Right? Okay. Exactly. And so, um, I also. There are more eco friendly. Yeah, what I also do is uh, that uh, I use less water. This is uh, one of the greater chances that we have uh, at succeeding uh, as a population because if you want to be actually uh, contributing to our environment right now, that you have to use less water. It is uh, the most powerful resource that we have and uh, so many people use it without any limitation. 
Okay. It, it is outraging for me. Uh, actually, yes. And uh, actually, can we use Babu for uh, other other activities as well? It, except uh, it is uh, certainly usable for straws. For straws, yes. For straws, yes. You can uh, you can have straws. Uh, you can actually have um, you can carry your liquids uh, in a bamboo cup, ah, yes. which is actually recyclable. And uh, there are a lot of companies, great companies, that uh, can actually use it uh, in order to um, reduce all the waste that we produce uh, from uh, uh, paper paper cups or uh, like metal cups. Mm -hmm. So we don't even use metal. Um, there are straws, there are cups, and there are toothbrushes. I think toothbrushes are really useful. Okay. Because um, if you consider about it, every single time, a toothbrush is an expensive product. Yeah, uh, because we change it every yeah, three months. Exactly. And we uh, should change it every three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, when you do so, it is actually all going to waste because of, uh, of its handle. Uh, otherwise, you can use a bamboo one, which mm -hmm. is really cheap. Okay, however, there are, uh, as we said, they uh, grow in tropical areas and yes. we should find out how to, uh, to export and import in other countries as well. Okay, uh, let's move on to our personal uh, pursuit here. Exactly. exactly. Uh, what are, uh, do you do something else? Well, uh, that's uh, that's pretty much uh, what uh, what has helped me over uh, the last years. It's uh, basic principles like this, like using less water, mm -hmm. uh, not. Uh, do you do you feel that yeah. there is impact when you use less water? This is a problem, you know. Yeah, I, I feel a it. lot of people don't do it because they don't feel the impact yeah. immediately. Because uh, you know, when something has impact, uh, it's very very strange how to uh, in, how to measure impact. And people are more uh, quantified than quality, qualitative. What I mean by that, I mean that uh, if someone knows that if I stop the water consumption here, uh, this will impact there. You know that uh, okay, there will be more water, for example, in uh, a lake uh, yeah, in the you marathon. Would do it. Yeah, yeah. You would do it, but when the the common sense that uh, many times. Uh, uh, convince us not to do is that uh, come on now okay uh, if there I don't is do plenty it plenty of water yes yeah. uh, not no, not, not that if I don't if I don't uh, use the extra the extra water me someone else will do it oh, that's uh, that's the worst policy ever. yeah that's, that's the, worst. the worst thing I've ever okay. heard okay and I want to talk about something else here okay. I also have recyclable toilet paper have you ever heard of it yes of course yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is also made from bamboo mm. uh, which I somehow uh, had used sometimes, yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's it, it's uh, more expensive. I think I'm not. Yeah, a, a little at this point because it's a not little. so common. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, here. because uh, okay, a bamboo yes. is uh, um, highly cost effective, mm -hmm. meaning that uh, you can buy larger uh, quantities in less price. Can we grow bamboos in our uh, gardens as well? <laughs> I, I don't think so. However, tropical areas. Yeah, however, there are uh, these areas that uh, can be actually nourished uh, from the ground and uh, you can actually harvest the bamboos later on. And I also have um, a recyclable water bottle. Oh, yeah, yes, that's yes. something uh, that I, I have one. Uh, my uh, it's <laughs> really nice because you can uh, you can also make sure that it is made from actual sustainable material, mm -hmm. and after that you can use it to store whatever you want and uh, have it uh, dry. Uh, no, excuse me, have it uh, warm or uh, cold all day long. Yes, of course. So it's, uh, it's great. It's keeping its temperature as exactly. we we need. Exactly. Okay. Uh, actually, I have uh, my own as well, yeah. and also I try to do the um, recycle uh, concept as well. And uh, do you know something? We talked about uh, teams uh, before. Yeah. Uh, family is also a team. When I used the recycling, uh, I started uh, taking out bags from uh, from. Uh, yeah, when I started using uh, bigger bags just for recycling, uh, my parents were the first times were okay let's do it and after that became a habit we'll talk about habits here okay uh, so using both bags one for recycling is very very important or uh, more time other times you can do and have more bags uh, and split the, the recycled things however it's difficult to cultivate uh, from the early point the, the notion you know and the habit it actually takes only 21 days 21. for a human being to form a habit yeah so I, I, we'll talk about habits if now. you want to force yourself into this greater concept of becoming more eco-conscious okay. then you have to devote 21 days for yourself and for others so you have to convince them that it is worth it 
in 21 days. Okay. And after that, it will <laughs> stick as a hub. <laughs> of course. Uh, you gave me the best pass here to talk about the habits for formation. I will, I will be short about it. Uh, first and foremost, you know that uh, the amazing quality of the brain, neuroplasticity that we have talked about, <laughs> and this means is the ability of the brain to change its physical structure and function based on inputs from experience, behaviors, and emotions, you know? So, your scientists have traced our habit-making behaviors to a part of the brain called basal ganglia, we have okay. talked about, if you remember. It's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's based on the forebrain here in the cortex, in the front uh, cortex, the more advanced, uh, you know, uh, this, yeah, is, this is why we in are... In the frontal lobes. In the frontal lobe yeah, yeah. is, uh, the frontal lobe is what uh, differentiates us from uh, Homo erectus, for example. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah, it is something that it was developed in Homo sapiens and was, uh, gave us our ability to be more logic, uh, etc. And we so, did you know that women have this part in larger quantities than we do? Uh, gang, uh, you mean cortex, uh, yeah, frontal the, uh, lobe. Frontal left lobe. Frontal left lobe. That's, no. uh, that's uh, why they have a greater consciousness uh, in general. Uh, I, so. I, I, I thought about the connections also play a role because yeah. women have a lot of more connections uh, in the same uh, left or right area and men have more uh, connections between the two areas, the left and right hemisphere, yeah, yeah, but yeah. women inside the same hemisphere. Yeah, it's, and uh, it's this strange. is why women are more multitaskers and people and sorry, men are more rational uh, or more logic, let's say have more logic, but it's not determined yeah, factor. Like We're not absolute here, okay. as we have said. So the basal ganglia are known for, uh, to control voluntary movements as well as emotional expressions. So in order, To make a, a, a habit creation is more an automatic process and requires less brain power, similar to a computer. It frees up space in your brain and memory to take in new things. Okay, so okay. Uh, it, thus it is apparent that taking advantage of creating habits and therefore decreasing mental activity needed for these tasks, mm -hmm. uh, such as for example gym, is uh, to our benefit to have habits, of course. Okay. Uh, so it's an evolu evolutionary step in order to uh, stay alive and to evolve, to evolve, you know. So forming a habit is uh, moving yeah. a step forward. Yeah, I actually inform forming a, a habit has a cycle of triggering, craving, responsing and rewarding. Oh, okay. This I is a, this is a cycle, you know. For example, if you want to, to convince someone to use a toothbrush of baboon, mm -hmm. you should first uh, trigger that uh, uh, they will have bacteria in their mouth if they not use uh, at all toothbrush. After that, you will do a craving and uh, say about uh, the fresh and the clean feeling that will they have about their baboon toothbrush. Yeah. After that, you could say that uh, brushing your teeth Uh, of response with Babu, it will benefit you, but also the environment. And last but not least, reward them. Uh, thanks to repetitive advertising, we, we can convince people using the film that uh, unbrushed smiles looks ugly. So, <laughs> if you. That's a really good yeah, example. Yeah yeah, 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 because you said about bamboos. May, may I say something uh, more motivational here? Of course. <laughs> it is like uh, I want to go to the gym. And uh, most of the times I, I feel that I lack of motivation. Mm -hmm. If I reward myself after a gym with a slice of pizza, I will do it 10 times more pleasantly than before. Yes. Uh, that's okay. the concept uh, of the myth of motivation. Mm -hmm. uh, that's for another episode though. Yeah, <laughs> actually having a, a great lifestyle, fitness lifestyle, is uh, one of my greatest goals and we have to analyze it here as well uh, because you know I, I know how uh, it will be part of our of course <laughs> uh, so uh, we talked about habits it's uh, mm -hmm. the first the first first step of the shift framework shift framework mm -hmm. of consumer behavior has five steps five yeah. uh, pylons five domains okay the first one is to have habits so having habits what uh, we we talked about the neuroscience part here But what does it mean about environment, except from the bubble to brass? Mm -hmm. It means some, um, a lot of things. For example, penalties. Penalties That's are... the second pillar? Penalties? No. Penalties ah, okay. are inside the habit formation. Ah, okay. I so, see, I for see. example, um, in uh, habit formation, penalties are essential types of punishment. Mm -hmm. For example, fines can encourage people to change the domains that can be monitored, such as the disposal of waste. Exactly. Or fines in the center of Athens, uh, here. 
there are, there were fines not to take the car and when you use a less car you pollute less you know exactly. so probably penalties have some impact and although penalties can certainly deter unsustainable behaviors, they can trigger backfire effects if penalties seem unreasonable. So we need reasonable penalties. Um, on the other, uh, on, on the next step, as you said, is to make it to make a uh, habit easy, you know, accessible to anyone. Uh, to make it, yeah, accessible to everyone. To everyone, many sustainable actions are viewed as a thoughtful time-consuming or difficult to carry. Oh, it's not like this. Yeah, but if you have, a bu- for example, uh, in order to do recycling, you need a, more bu- uh, you need a bag. Yeah. You have already bags in your house. Exactly. Just do the recycling, you know. It's not uh, difficult. There are pa- pa- uh, actions that are easy, right? How difficult is it uh, to consume less water? Or how difficult is it uh, to buy uh, a recyclable water bottle? Probably it's there, it's very easy, yeah. but there is no penalty there. So it's uh, both uh, ways. You should uh, there is something we should also have some for some actions. We need to be we need to be easy. For others, we need to be penalty. It requires consciousness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> consciousness. Generally, the other thing is incentives. You know, rewards, as we said, yeah. uh, as we mentioned before. So, for example, if I go to the uh, to the supermarket. But uh, actually, consumers initially respond positively to rewards. Exactly, exactly. Uh, That's what the government is doing right now with uh, electric vehicles. Yes, yeah. exactly. They're calling you, oh, you can buy a Tesla now and we will cut you 5,000 euros. And <laughs> like, yeah, I miss only 45,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah, for example, uh, not only that, but uh, one-time sustainable actions are easier to encourage with incentives than uh, longer-term changes. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you offer the same incentive over and over, uh, the, there will be a decline. You should offer innovative incentives all the time, uh, short-termly, you know? I have a, a caveat here. So, caveat. if we uh, introduce every single time a bigger incentive... Yes, not bigger, other... Different. Some, something different. Okay, because if it is something bigger... Something small, different. Okay, because if it is bigger, then it's going to be more wasteful, more expensive. And it will have more expect- exactly. expectations. Exactly. Uh, but, for example, here, right now... Uh, so it's different like changing the perspective of what we're go- you're going to gain each time. Yes. Okay. I For see. example, if you use uh, um, uh, not plastic bags, yeah. we, you could take more bonus. For example, Let me ask you something. Yes. Does this work for you, uh, giving you a different incentive every time? For example, I know that you're yes. a part of a team that uh, actually collects uh, garbages uh, from uh, uh, different uh, yeah. places uh, of Athens. Uh, are you uh, giving yourself the same incentive each time? Or are you using every single opportunity you have in order to give yourself something different out of this equation of actually contributing to our environment? Nice question. Actually, yes, I am a, a part of a, a, of a team called uh, F1 organization right now. It's called saveyourhood.gr. And uh, uh, there are actions every weekend, uh, not only uh, in Athens, but all over the Greece, mm-hmm. uh, to go for two hours uh, in every action. Every action consists of two hours uh, with the team members from, two, uh, from whatever you want, from two members until, for example, 50 members, mm-hmm. and go to collect uh, garbage or rubbish uh, in your region, in your hood, to save your hood. Yeah. Uh, and... This is something motivationally from its starting point because of the team, you say, you know, and because of the uh, of the effect, the the impact there, you see that you clean your area and you just observe it. You are there to observe it. There are rubbies when you start and there are no rubbies when you finish. So there is a step one impact. But uh, this is this is my incentive, you know. And each time, it works out the same for you? Uh, It's a long term, yeah. This is a a periodic incentive, you know, because it's a habit right now and it started like an incentive. I think the incentives is is important, are important to start to have uh, behaviors more eco-friendly. So so now it has become a habit? So now, of course, it has become a habit, but it started like incentive. When you see something like Uh, that everyone does it mm-hmm. and uh, you know that uh, deep inside you you have an, a more eco-friendly uh, mind uh, it will convince you eventually to do it one time this is your incentive and after that to formulate uh, your habit 
Okay, so you took a, a significant word out of it and uh, you networking. made it stick to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Clean your area, you have networking, you collect data from what you do. I'm very impact man and I need to have the data, you know? What would you say to someone that has actually the same incentives as you, but, but he doesn't have uh, the same attitude, meaning that he might do it once, he might do it twice, but he won't do it three times in a row because he feels like he's not gaining anything out of it. Because there is the, these people are not bad people. Okay, let's start from that. Because many people feel that they do not do something and they feel bad about it. Of course, you have to feel bad if it's not... How can I say? Uh, if you do all the other steps, all, if you do and behave uh, in the other direction, Uh, of uh, wasting and uh, produce waste all the time. Okay, yeah, you have to feel bad. But generally speaking, these people that uh, have uh, experienced three or four actions and uh, they are in the mood of doing something more eco-friendly, uh, I think that um, there is a, a lack of uh, reward for them, actually, as you said. Okay. And for these people, I think that uh, there is no solution exactly. Um, they have to search their own reward after that point. Can we motivate them in some way? Yeah, of course. How? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's uh, move from the habit formation and uh, find out uh, a more uh, other uh, types of impact. Oh, okay. And how how to... Yeah, number two. Number one was habits. Number two is social influence. Mm -hmm. So probably social influence... um, Ah, actually, you wanted to, st- to say something about social influence, right? Uh, you wanted to share with us. Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's see how social norms or beliefs can actually affect, a- affect us uh, in any way, shape or form. So, uh, they, all, all of these things that I'm going to mention have a special and powerful influence or, on our sustainable consumer behaviors. So, number one, we should avoid real littering. Composting and recycling is number two. Mm. Number three, conserving energy. Number four, choosing sustainably resourced food, which is actually really, really hard for us to achieve nowadays. Yeah, how can we do that? Yeah, it is. Whatever you choose from, don't buy from McDonald's like this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number five, selecting eco-friendly transportation, which is actually harder than ever before. But uh, I think that government has introduced uh, special buses uh, here in Athens that uh, can actually um, use only uh, like natural resources and not uh, oil. At least it was a solution a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, we are now choosing green hotels. Actually, eco- tougher tu- than ever. Eco tourism is of highest importance, and we have a Especially lot of in hotels in Greece that yeah, are yeah, eco tourism. Yeah. Uh, it's produced. You know, we we did about uh, we have we have researched some things about eco tourism back in school. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you remember about uh, how to write <laughs> how to write compositions, but uh, it was that. Yeah, yeah we never we so. never know what was that but now we know and last but not least uh, social norms like opting uh, for social uh, for solar panels excuse me uh, may actually provide a framework to be applied in more sustainable behaviors from for humans Mm, okay actually the social influence is uh, of highest importance again and this is what can actually form a social identity yeah these uh, activities uh, are the result right so Uh, in order to to do this, all this, we talk about how are we influenced to do that. Exactly. And this social influence starts uh, from, for example, I, I'm pretty, pretty sure about the social identities. And what I mean about that is that, uh, for example, consumers are more likely to engage in sustainable actions if in-group members are doing so. So as we said before, I am part of the safeyourhood.gr, okay? It feels more natural for me, let's say, so for example, to come to your team yes. and actually participate rather than doing it alone, Yeah, which I wouldn't ever. And you know something? If someone wants to do it, uh, probably many times they feel embarrassed to do it. They feel embarrassed to go out and uh, grab uh, rubbish. Which you know? so bad. We what may see one single person at the beach and we say, oh, what, is, what is he doing there? Yes. Where he, he's cleaning our home. Well, that's yeah. what he's doing. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure why many people still feel embarrassed, but okay. Moreover, viewing 
yourself, the self as a member of a pro environmental group is a key determinant of uh, having activity and consciousness and to change your consciousness as well because right now we feel how to be influenced but it's important to know how to be uh, how to become members of something and after that to engage with this consciousness mm -hmm. and uh, this is the social identity to be identified in some group but also our social desirability means that uh, which uh, which means social influence can impact sustainable behaviors is through this desirability and consum consumers tend to select sustainable options to make a positive impression on others. Okay, I'm going to expose here. I think that you are a victim of this action. Yeah, is that true? Of course I'm a victim, yeah. but it's a reward. It's in my habit. It's your incentive. Of course. Okay. Uh, my, uh, when you formulate your habit, you need, uh, as, we said, as okay. we said earlier, the reward. My reward here is not to show off, but my reward here is to help. But when you uh, post something like uh, actions that are more eco-friendly and more are engaged and more uh, you you see more applauses from other people you get more en enthusiastic about it and you seem more desirable to the community okay. more desirable for other people that are not inside social media plays a key role here okay. so i think every day this is really brave of you for actually admitting it yeah. i would never uh, all people should ab admit that they want to do a good first impression and uh, not only first impression but impression because I feel yeah. that I'm eco-friendly why not to show something that it's also applicable to everyone right have you heard of uh, unsexy motives unsexy motives yeah no it is not the sexy motive you, you ah, or whatever else yeah it okay. is uh, for example uh, you, you collect a uh, garbage okay with your team you won't do it because of the actual team you will do it uh, for the actual side benefits that it may have. For example, meeting new people or like um, seeming uh, kind of... These are other incentives as well. As yeah, well. seeming uh, kind of um, friendly or uh, outgoing uh, to, to others. Yeah, I, actually uh, also I, I have all, also observed that people that are part of groups are more eco... Um, uh, they have some eco-friendly conscious that I'm not aware of. I, I cannot find out the common things that I have with these people yeah. uh, still, uh, except from these consciousness, you know. Uh, however, it is a uh, yeah, this uh, is the first common part. Yeah, there are the incentives. But are these incentives, not to mention about uh, saviorhood.gr, but incentives are for other habits as well to do eco-friendly habits. Mm -hmm. uh, as we said before, if you recycle, for example, a cup of bottles, uh, uh, the uh, no, uh, the, the not the capsules, the upper of the bottle. <laughs> ah, cups. The cup. uh, you, you can uh, make a wheelchair out of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is an incentive for you yeah, to yeah. help. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's really great. Uh, the next third step. <laughs> yeah. The first two we said about the, the third one. Our first pillars. This is the third pillar. The third pillar, right? Individual self. To talk about ourselves here. Exactly. Yes. So, for example. Um, uh, I think it's not only self-concept, but also self-consistency and self-interest. Okay. And, uh, I think, yes, uh, there are some individual differences mm -hmm. in when you try to do something and to try to find a relation between uh, how much eco-friendly someone and how much um, uh, and what other types of features uh, they possess okay. here. Uh, but for example, gender differences in which women exhibit more sustainable consumer behaviors are sometimes noted. Mm, okay. So yeah, women are more, for example, more uh, emotional and more engaged with the environment. I was going to ask you why do yeah. you think this is the case, okay, but you answered. Yeah, and other times, other work finds out that uh, those people who are younger, more liberal and highly educated are more likely to engage in pro-environmental behaviors. Okay. So individual differences, yes. So individual differences like gender and age play a key role in uh, determining, but uh, there is a correlation, not a causation, right? Okay. It's yeah. like, uh, this is our motto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Correlation and causation. Our, our bonobo motto. <laughs> um, so yes, I think this, uh, this is the third pillar here okay. about our differences. And uh, you wanted to mention about our fourth pillar? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's all about uh, our feelings and uh, cognition. And how they affect us. Yes. Uh, and convince us. Well, uh, we can uh, actually have uh, sometimes uh, negative emotions out of uh, not participating in these actions of uh, saving our planet, which uh, is actually the larger one, is actually guilt. 
you can actually uh, assume that uh, by uh, individual responsibility for the unsustainable actions of ours leads a lot of people uh, to actually feeling morally responsible for the environment. Yeah, and if you have social media and Instagram yeah. and you see stories about uh, other... Exactly. Uh, you feel sad that you didn't... Yeah, uh, you didn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you want to change it. But, okay, it's a, good, it's a negative emotion, but it's a good uh, motivational emotion as well. Exactly. And uh, sometimes uh, you can actually improve your own uh, emotional health by uh, com- com- actually committing to these actions and by not feeling sad because you will feel Sad of course, you, you will feel sad. Of course, you will So, uh, for example, if you uh, open news every day and you read about something, you will feel sad. Well, of course, you will feel sad because you don't do anything about it. But uh, whenever you get informed, you feel more close to it. Exactly. So you have to increase your closeness in order to start having actions. You have to get informed, right? Exactly. We will mention it. And uh, last but not least, on the other step, uh, on, yeah, the, other on the other hand, uh, you can actually have uh, positive emotions by your actions, and the uh, consumers are inclined to engage in pro-environmental actions when they uh, derive something uh, hedonic out of it. Uh, like, are you familiar with the concept of uh, hedonic uh, adaptation? Hedonic? Oh no. I will explain it another time. It is uh, like when you do something uh, uh, at a very early stage. For example, uh, I give you a new Mac. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, there is a new MacBook out, uh, the, the new one, uh, the M2, which is going to come out now, mm-hmm. and I give it to you, uh, like for free. Okay. Uh, how much would you, uh, hey. let's say so, uh, oh, no, no, how much uh, would you actually uh, uh, love me after that? Uh, because it's a really global, uh, worldwide brand. No, no, well, uh, stay with me. Yes. Stay with the project. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how much love will you show me after I give it free to you? Ah, I will give it away for you. I will give it free. I will feel guilt, uh, yeah. but also uh, grateful. Okay. And uh, I will try to do something uh, the same level. Okay. So, so, so you'll have a, let's say, um, an attitude of uh, giving, owing me something. Yes. Am I right? Okay. This hedonic adaptation. At the first early stages, you will feel like I have done something extremely uh, important for you. But after uh, an early stage that you will use uh, your Mac, uh, you won't even notice anymore. And you won't feel the same. Because it's something that you have achieved. Actually, we should uh, make another episode about gratefulness, I think, it yes. Is, uh, however, this is uh, the fact that we are talking about right now, because uh, if we, uh, for example, uh, use this behavior in order to achieve something, this, at the very early stages, actually is a part of uh, hedonic adaptation. Okay. Because if you do it, then you understand that it is f- better for almost anyone. Okay, so let's talk about something uh, really cute here. (laughs) (laughs) Studies demonstrated that uh, positive sustainable actions in response to cute appeals, it's like something that uh, we can always derive more out of it. This is actually actions driven increased, uh, di- driven by increased feelings of tenderness in response to such appeals. Yeah, if you which see is, some puppies, you would exactly. feel that you want to save your uh, dogs. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> which is actually uh, incredibly uh, inconsistency with uh, the project of our uh, eco-consciousness. Yeah, but um, there, there is impact as well, right? Yeah. But yeah, okay. Because you do something and then you feel the reward after it. Yeah, but also the the information as uh, the information it is the, the yeah the information <laughs> uh, actually providing information can be effective in giving consumers the initial knowledge mm-hmm. they need as we talked about. So uh, if one is not informed about the problem, potential positive actions uh, and possible. Uh, positive consequences probably are not even met they, they will not be engaged so this is why uh, this is another uh, reason that uh, every member of the Savior Hood posts make a story of in Instagram in order to engage other people yeah. with the uh, important information for you, example no one knew tenderize them yes and no make one, them feel like uh, they yeah, have to do something and no one knew about how much for example garbage uh, a bug can uh, have how many liters they feel that, okay, one bug, but they, there is impact there. There is information about which areas are not cleaned right now. Uh, don't you want to clean your area? It's something like that, you know? And uh, I think the last part that is also very, very important is uh, the fifth pillar here, pillar, <laughs> is tangibility. Uh, it's about uh, communicate 
local and proximal impacts, communications that relate the more immediate consequences of problem, uh, of uh, environmental behaviors for a given city, you know? So drawing uh, people's attention to a specific place and emphasizing personal experience with climate change impacts and using, for example, current issues are extremely good, you know? Mm -hmm. And generally, concrete communication and encourage the desire are of, uh, of utmost importance. For example, trends such as the sharing economy. You know about sharing economy? Have you heard about it? I'm not familiar with it. Uh, it's ideal of col collaborative consumption. Uh, sharing economy is not to use uh, uh, services that uh, do not exist. Uh, ah, okay. For example, Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, using sharing economy. Sharing economy of not having uh, pro uh, doesn't produce a product, doesn't create a product, but uses the existing uh, smartphones to create just an app and offer a service inside the app. Okay, I see. Yeah, and uh, indicate that consumers can fulfill their needs without the possession of tangible products. Okay. This is what we say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Should we wrap this up? Yes, and uh, offer some practical tips, I think. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> offer me some, uh, hit me. Well, okay, let's go. Uh, we have talked about uh, everything you can do in order to develop a more conscious uh, mind, uh, which is actually the biggest step for me in this uh, whole process. Mm -hmm. If you want to care more about our environment, you have to care more about uh, yourself first. So, we have uh, mentioned some incredible statistics uh, that uh, refer to uh, our eco-consciousness. Uh, we are going to talk about... Um, all the individual actions that we can uh, do, each of us, in order to achieve uh, something like this. So, uh, we have to reduce uh, the amount of water that we spend each uh, time and day. We have to uh, reuse whatever we can in any way, shape or form. And we can also um, make the most out of uh, using products that can actually uh, use a better strategy in order to exploit whatever we can out of our environment. Uh, either this is a, a heating source uh, or like a, using a, a boiler or a thermal tank uh, or like a toothbrush uh, out of bamboo, a plastic uh, straw, a, a bamboo straw instead of plastic one and um, a, a bamboo cup, uh, whatever it is for each of us. Um, there is actually strong indication that uh, uh, there is a lot of neuroscience between uh, habits and how we can form actually a habit. Mm -hmm. uh, by creating a habit of our own, uh, it, we said it, it only takes 21 days to form a habit. Mm -hmm. uh, we can actually stick up to uh, social uh, and uh, actually accessible uh, influence uh, for our society in order to create this. And last but not least, uh, we can also form a social identity. Mm. Now, uh, these are uh, all the pillars that we can uh, take a full advantage of this is the, and actually use them. Yeah, it's from a one paper. I didn't mention it. It's uh, This is the shift framework. Okay. This is all by one person? Uh, the whole paper? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, no, just ah, one, okay, of okay. course. One, not just one researcher. Okay. However, the, the title of the paper is called How to Shift Consumer Behaviors to Be More Sustainable. Exactly. A literature review and guiding framework. Exactly. And uh, let's see, let's say here that uh, all this recap that Nick did uh, is uh, is amazing right now. And uh, we need to add uh, some more uh, and more practical tips for, yeah. uh, that I, we could do based on our personality. You know, for example, for me, uh, uh, first number one, I, I would be more uh, I would like to buy an electric car sometime in the future so okay. we have to have it in our minds you know to get informed about it and to know what why it is better okay uh, let's go on. number one electric car number yeah. two number two for me would be to use more baboo everywhere and, okay. and, and try to research about okay. baboo more okay and to find out about where can I use baboo if I can cultivate baboo probably not but I think it's not possible so. yeah okay I will buy toothbrush <laughs> yeah. Out of my book. Yeah. yeah, and I will uh, continue using my okay. bag, my bottle as well. Number three, recycling. My Number three, recycling starts from the family. You, you know? do it, I do it. Uh, everyone should do it. Everyone should do it, but uh, when someone searches about recycling and do the recycling, they should be more, let's say, um, have the habit with their families and search about it. Why you do it? You need to know why you do something and, their, and the impact. And to have your rewards and your incentives. Number four. Number four. Uh, I, uh, this is a big one. Uh, I've heard of that uh, we should all 
turn off our electric devices when we don't use them. Yeah, but this is why there is a one hour per year. Yeah, you can <laughs> actually, Global hour. if you do it every single night, you can actually save up to 200 euros every year. 200 euros. Did you know this? Uh, yeah. Wow, here in Greece, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool, actually. It's a fact. Uh, Number okay. five, what and, else? Uh, number five, uh, it would be to, to go and participate in some teams. Okay, so uh, like the other thing you're doing. Yeah, but totally. not only about rabbits and trust, but also yeah. uh, there is another action here in Greece. It's called We All For You, mm-hmm. and it's about planting. Oh, okay. And go and Very plant nice. once in a month to yeah, create yeah, yeah. to create and formulate your habit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yes, and... Uh, it's not it's not uh, inappropriate to post something or it's a show off you do it for yourself but for the others to know about it you if, know? if you don't want don't even post that's okay <laughs> no i mean about uh, this is why a lot of people lacking information about it yeah not yeah. only about, do you know how many people have responded to my stories about the teams perhaps uh, people are afraid of uh, calling them uh, show offs that's what? why uh, i think that's uh, that's a turn-off. They believe that if they if they actually post something, yes. they will come out as show-offs. When there is a huge... Okay, let's uh, say something here. When there is a huge group, say, like Save Your Hood, that it's like uh, a common sense right now, it's a common uh, skill, it's a common activity that mm-hmm. uh, no, everyone knows about it. Do you know why everyone knows about it? Because every member of it is not afraid of showing what we have done here. Because it's offering in the environment. I think we should not be afraid of it because uh, yeah. it is uh, actually of a greater cause. But uh, I think we should uh, respect uh, those ones uh, that uh, who don't really care of uh, uh, posting. They do it, however. They do it, okay. So uh, we should post more uh, if we are comfortable with it. Yeah, of, co- of course. Yeah. I, I don't mention uh, post everything you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course not. But uh, I mentioned that if you have some uh, fans that can, not fans, uh, people uh, yeah, yeah. in your social, that can uh, have access to it, to your stories, when not showing that there is, the, you know. You can do something. You about can do something it. Yeah, about exactly. it as well, uh, with me. I'm not someone to mention about mm-hmm. it. Uh, uh, but yes. Number six. Number six. Should we? Uh, I think that we should all. Uh, change our heating source. Uh, perhaps in Greece it's not a, a large problem, but I think in a, a colder countries than Greece, uh, most of uh, these people have actually faced a, a huge problem. Mm. Uh, I want to talk about Iceland. Iceland actually uses zero electricity. Did you know that? Zero electricity. It is uh, actually, uh, it uses electricity of course, but it doesn't actually use any fossil fuels. It is actually all powered by uh, its uh, geothermal abilities. Geothermal, oh, okay. Did you know that? Uh, they have a, a, under the ground... There are, yeah, 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 there are uh, like uh, um, thermal sources yeah, of uh, heated water uh, and the uh, water heats up so much that they use a, a, a big, a huge factory in order to exploit all this uh, energy and turn it into electricity, um, like uh, solar energy and things like that. And they have actually found out a way that in which uh, they can use uh, all of its um, en- energy and uh, um, byproducts in a way uh, that it doesn't uh, harm the environment at all. Do you know how they do this? Well, what they do is that uh, they actually all of this, um, uh, fa- all of the factory uses a huge amount of energy in order to um, um, exploit everything out of the heating water. And what they do is that they actually return all these energy and gases into the ground. Or, uh, so they they kind of uh, yeah uh, all of the carbon dioxide and monoxide that it is produced. Uh, it is actually returned into its original source. It, it is uh, actually amazing. Okay, oh, it's of course amazing. You are excited about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen a documentary about this. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, nice. I didn't know. Number seven. I, I need to mention something uh, more uh, very important. Is uh, we use laptop every day. We yeah. use smartphones every day. Mm-hmm. We uh, probably we don't have time to offer, uh, but we can offer through our internet. What, what, what? We can offer yeah. through our internet. Why, why is we that can so? donate, for example. But, except ah, from okay. donating, see, see. except from donating, okay, there are other things that are free. For example, there is a, a conscious of plant trees by ah, searching. I know, this. it's Ecosia. Yeah, Ecosia. 
Green Search Engine Ecosia donates 80% of its income to a tree plant program in Brazil. It is great. Yeah, so far the site has more than 2,000 active users okay. who have held more than 200,000 trees. So you have each time you search, a cute little graphic of the bottom of the page will update, keeping you posted on how many trees you have planted. It's really nice. Yeah, I, I downloaded it last day and to use it, uh, last week, sorry. And I use it right now uh, many times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. But also we, we can do other things, right? Like click, share and tweet. On the care to click website, every move you make helps the planet. Uh, so. Um, the platform works by bringing useful ads to people who want to help but not necessarily have the time to spend money or to donate. Mm-hmm. So by clicking, sharing and tweeting, you raise revenue for close of your choice. Other times, this is very important, other times I have faced, uh, I was in a sustainable competition called Reply Challenges. Uh, a website platform in which uh, you posted a story, for example, in, in Instagram, and uh, for every story they planted a tree, you know. Uh, oh, it's really nice. Yeah, because uh, I, I'm not sure how it works exactly, but it's it's really nice, you know. Yeah, spam your followers, yes. <laughs> and you can also do other things like pay your bills online and not use uh, a lot of uh, pre- paperwork all the time. Exactly. This is, I think, the our eighth uh, tip not to yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, not to use uh, paper because, uh, for example, Amazon forests are uh, facing the, all those uh, deforestating uh, issues and this is not something that changes, uh, still don't changes, uh, despite, in spite of the planting uh, incentives and programs. Okay. So we should take care about uh, the paper we use uh, still. It's not so. And I, I think number nine and... Uh, we talked about straw, but uh, my favorite one here, I uh, will mention oh. in the healthy lifestyle, is to eat less meat. Less meat. Okay. Eat less meat. Okay, I'm meat. eating less meat. How is that helping the planet? Uh, okay. It may sound obvious to me, but... Uh, yeah, actually meat and dairy please. are responsible for the majority of greenhouse. <laughs> so, uh, farming relates uh, releases two powerful greenhouse gases. Methane from the live- livestock during digestion. Do the uh, do entering <laughs> yeah entering uh, fermentation cows fart cows fart <laughs> and the other one the second one is nitrous oxide yeah as an direct product of organic and mineral nitrogen fertilizers cows also sit okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't uh, adapt at a vegan uh, program here schedule nutrition but just uh, reduce your intake of meat for example every year they there are uh, more than 6 billion cows that are uh, being uh, uh, killed for meat, you know? And this, it's not only a matter of uh, uh, sustainability, but also is a matter of health because meat is not the best uh, about our, for example, uh, our... And, uh, humanitarian as well. Yeah. Because uh, we kill our animals. And <laughs> but I want okay. to focus on the healthy nutrition as well in the future. <laughs> we, we will explore yeah. this uh, topic in depth. Okay. But eat less meat is also a sustainable measure. So was that uh, your last step? Yes. Okay. So, guys, to wrap this up real quick, uh, we have uh, some amazing actions that we can uh, do each and every day. Uh, you can actually recycle, reuse things and reduce uh, use all your uh, actual um, disposes whatever you want to throw away think if you can reuse it at some point uh, or any time and uh, last but not least it is uh, extremely important to understand that uh, there is a whole neuroscience behind this uh, whole concept and if you actually consider yourself lucky enough to be in this chain of people that actually uh, refer to themselves as a a useful and wonderful part of this planet then you can actually do anything you want in order to contribute to this uh, greater cause Uh, you can actually uh, inform yourselves inform others and by any way shape or form uh, please contribute to this great home of ours earth thank you so much for listening guys uh, this week thank you bonobos very well (laughs) we'll back next week thank you yes Thank you so much for tuning in, guys, for this week's episode. If you like us, please make sure to leave us a positive review wherever you listen to your podcast. 
and we'll be more than happy to catch up with all of you next time. Bye bye! bye. bye.